Well, welcome, 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 rugby league fans, wherever you are around the world. So great to have you join us once again for this unique part two of Rugby League in America live recap. For those of you that didn't know and kind of missed it, this is the second half of a great Rugby League live episode we did on Instagram on October 11th. We had a great time. First episode, talked to Ryan Burroughs. We recapped the national championship and the RLU championship and all the great things that are going on with Rugby League in the States. We talked about a little bit of the controversy uh, with the national team men's selection in the U.S. If you didn't listen, by all means, go back and listen right now. We had Lance Cavanaugh, a right-hand man, joining me, as always. And we brought on our social media master, Dylan Faraci, who helps us out with all the social media. However, he just continues to disappear into a black hole wherever he is up in the Northeast in the Boston area. So wherever Connecticut and wherever he's at. But this is part two. More excitement. We have Miranda Barnard, who is on the U.S. Aero board, just about to join us on the podcast. We're excited to talk to her. We're looking forward to talking to not just about the the issues with the national team selection and the the quote unquote controversy, but also to talk about the women's national team and the America's championship as they went down and played, you know, the very strong Canadian side and for the first time ever played a Jamaican side. Very exciting for the growth of rugby league in the Americas. Excited to hear about that. And then we'll talk about NRL. Man, is it exciting. It's it's nonstop. We're, it's it's happening. It's gonna happen. That well, they well it says it's gonna happen. So who knows what we'll see now. Anyway, I hope you enjoy the second half of Rugby League in America live, and we'll catch up with you right at the end. Enjoy. <laughs> Is your mic on? By the way, I just have to ask before you test 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 out Got my mic. It. It's right on. <laughs> fourth meeting of the day, so I'm glad that conference. Uh, I'm glad that the you can still hear me. Oh. All USA football base. Things are getting better over here. It just takes yep. a bit of work. <laughs> yes, exactly. So we're 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 working on things here. Uh, right, I think this is actually the first time you and I've actually chatted on in any like audio form. So that's I know messages and stuff, but uh, thanks for joining yeah, us. Uh, you're lucky. For those of you that you're in a good mood right now, (laughs) maybe we can put you in a bad one and we'll ask some controversial stuff and go from (laughs) coming soon. Coming soon. soon. Um, So, so there's there's two things that are really uh, one we haven't even talked about, uh, but this first one we actually did, and you had some insight too, was the selection process, uh, the controversy as we like to call it uh, about the national team selection. Uh, you are a board member. We do appreciate you uh, for the USARL. For those of you that are all you board, no, USARL board member. Um, actually, a newly appointed, uh, if I'm not, like, just a couple months in, right? Yeah. Um, about a half a year, yes. Uh, joined the Women's Committee about a year ago. Um, and so I'm about a half year in on the NGB side. Fantastic. Um, okay, so we talked with Ryan. Um, everybody saw the post that I put out there and pissed people off. Um, Sorry, that's just 
I'm good at that. You're the media, isn't that your job? Oh <laughs> man, I don't get into that. I'm also, I'm also the, I'm also trying to do my best to support and promote the game as much as possible because I think we can be better. I think you said it in one of the texts. We can be the more we show transparency, the better off we are. I pinned it on there because I wholeheartedly agree. Um, what can you tell us? about the selection process as it stands now. We talked with Ryan. We know that the guys have been deselected. Um, what is the selection process with the U.S. men's national team? If you're not allowed to say, that's okay. And we'll move on to other things. That I yeah, we'll, and we'll move, put on. On. we'll move on. We'll move on. As Detail. I sip my, my, my aerated bourbon, yes, Eli, this I do live fancy. Yes, Eli. You're just rubbing it in. I, I have not. yet to have had my nightcap. Listen, it's so. 10 o'clock <laughs> at night where I'm at right now. And yes, uh, this is a barrel selection. Same. Some fry rings. Same. It's 10 o'clock at night. And now you're just making me jealous. Um, but back to the question. Yeah, I think uh, where we're at right now, and, you know, I'm not, I, I heard some comments about how, you know, this coach should have been representative. I think so-and-so should have been on the team, you know, but at the end of the day, I want to stay in my lane and my lane is not a selector of a team where I'm looking, you know, I am a selector of a team. I help select the whole women's committee. Right. And that team of women have rocked it. So looking at that and thinking about the job that has to be done on the pitch, because I'm an athlete as well, I would hate to be the person that has to know out of 500 athletes who all together is going to do the best job. But I can tell you if I'm not qualified to make that selection, but what I am qualified to do is see where, you know, there are some opportunities to expand or enhance processes that's what i'm kind of brilliant at and you know when i see inefficiencies i can jump in and offer assistance there to say hey this is a broken process this is how i recommend we go about fixing it and getting people like ryan engaged hey ryan you offer a lot to this broken process where you know identifying those resources because it can't all be on one person or one panel and that panel's got to be comprised and keep up with the momentum and the growth that we are seeing right now in the states with rugby league you know we have been operating at one pace with kind of these cluster of just teams we had a north and a south competition where the coach could go and see those folks and i think lance alluded to it earlier you know you can't in 80 minutes like truly that that might be an off game for an athlete you know you got to take that whole season into account so i think the adjustments that have been made to the process everybody's going to be stoked about and it's going to fully encompass and take into consideration all of the regions that have gone underneath the national governing body and you know ultimately that gets the governing body to the goal of having that voice and that seat at the IRL table and I mean until we want to make an impact we have to be we have to be in that room and uh, in order to do that we have to continue to growing and we have to keep up with the growth and I think what you saw was just um, one of those classic classic things that you see in corporations where you're moving so fast you you can't keep up with with the changes and um you know the more people that continue to get involved uh the faster those boxes can get ticked on on all the all the processes that need to be enhanced you know so um i'm just i'm grateful you know that we've got recognition from the media's perspective, we've got promotion, you know, happening, be it good, be it bad. We're being talked about at the end of the day and everything else can be sorted by 
offering more avenues to transparency into the USARL. And, you know, whether that's a website upgrade with hot links that take you to places where you as the public can learn more, lots of things are happening and changing. And right now, I'm sure you know we're in the middle of a reform. So when we come out of that, um, my hope and my personal goal is to have it be better than it was. And, you know, at the end of the day, I'm not... Um, I don't have a magic wand. I don't think any of us do. And we can't just wiggle it no. and make things happen overnight. We don't have those. You know, we have to be patient oh, and we have to all offer our talents for the, the betterment and, and the good here. So that's really Look what I'm talking about. Constructive. Look at you all unity and synergy. I like it. I'm listening, Lance. Go ahead. Lance, Lance is coming in hot. I'm just going to sit, no, I'm I'm sit back because I'm usually the one asking the tough questions. No, so he Lance came gonna... I'm ready. He's out from under the hat. It, 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 it sounds like a fairy tale, right? Because it's all this. It seemed like this is a repeat of a conversation I had in 2016. You know what I mean? Like, that's more or less the thing. Like, what you do, and what has happened with the women's team, to me, is like, it, it warms my heart. Like, somebody is trying. Somebody is making it happen. But then you look at my bros. <laughs> and, and, and usually, this is the part that's, that's like, not irony, I don't mean it like that, but usually it's the other way around. Usually it's the men's team that has the momentum and got things going. And it's the women's team that's neglected or has some controversy or something going on. So now that that is flipped and I'm seeing my lady, not, and I'm, I mean in the general world <laughs> sense, not in rugby league sense, right? It's flipped now. But now that I'm seeing my ladies go out here and play and get to represent, I'm so thankful for what y'all are doing. And, you know, so you know, I, I, yeah, I Lance, we wouldn't have that opportunity if the men, if we didn't get to build off the men's already success. Like if it hadn't been established in America, you think we would have had such opportunities to go on? And most yeah, of our domestic growth has been because the men's team has added a women's team along with them. So, I mean, we are not denying the fact, like I am loving the fact that, you know, we are leaning on each other's strengths right now. Um, the men have the success of longevity and the women are kind of, I wasn't around in 2016. So I'll say that's the only difference between and then and now. If you've heard the conversation before, you didn't hear it from me, you know? And so I think as the Hawks become this unified front, not only will the women's impact, um, further promote the momentum of the women's game, but it'll also help promote the men's wheelchair and the youth as we continue to grow as one. And, you know, that one umbrella links us together where the organization and the transparency and the, you know, the resources are all putting their heads together. And it's not just reliant upon, you know, handshakes and conversations. I, I believe my mind was a bit blown when I came into this organization and so many things were undocumented or there weren't policies and procedures that went along with all these, th oh, Miranda, you didn't follow a protocol. Okay, well, show me that protocol, you know, point to it. Because at the end of the day, it, it was exist. a conversation somebody had, you know, two years ago or, or whatever the case may be. It's just an example where, you know, things in the past, um, like everything in the past,
past. We learn from it and we grow and then we come together and we continue to build. And that's exactly where we're at. We're not switching places from a men and women's perspective. I definitely get what you're saying, Lance. The women are on the rise in the world in general, which <laughs> I love. But um, I, I think it's just uh, it's been that way. And now it's spreading to women in sports. And that's across all sports. So um, I'm very excited. I've been an athlete my entire life in different sports, but I'm just the, the momentum in which women uh, are getting recognition and, and continue to is, is just, it's, it's exciting for us. Okay. So let, let me, let me ask you this, Miranda. Now, now oh, here comes the tough hard question. question. The voice, the voice change. Ready? <laughs> cute, cute question. <laughs> yeah, I know my, my lighthearted. Uh, no, it's, I, I think it's, it's a, no, I'm say vast. So first of all, one, I will say, uh, Addie, Ben, yourself, uh, everybody that's been involved in the women's game and the growth down there, fantastic. As Ben joins us, Mr. Calvary. Uh, hey, Ben. Hello, Welcome. Benjamin. <laughs> Must be after dinner time out on the West Coast. Um, but, you know, obviously, great stuff has happened. Uh, America, America's Championship just, uh, just started happening. I think that that's I want. I do want to talk about that. Actually, that's. Fine. Oh, I'd love right to now. tell you all about Cause, that. Because <laughs> it's very exciting. Um, but in the selection process of that team, back on. So, so here is on that. I, I am. I, 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 okay. I, I am because okay. people listen. Because so so many people reached out to me. Yeah. And they and they said, okay, so if if these guys aren't selected, why do why does the RLU get selected? And then the people say, okay, well they're not so RLU is not selected because they haven't played a sanctioned. They're not sanctioned by right? they haven't played a sanctioned match under the usarl which is i guess a part of the gov the new governance of everything uh i have not seen that so i don't know if that's actually true you can confirm that in a minute um the so if the rlu guys can't play because they don't play a sanctioned usarl match there is no match to be played the women however i know that people from roots and people from cleveland and other teams who aren't technically who haven't played a technically a sanctioned usarl match Minus probably, I don't even know if uh, Naples Nines is a sanctioned match or not. Question mark. Um, but I'm again nothing about players that be selected because the women's team is been great and the growth is fantastic and they're the way they played against Canada and Jamaica down in Jamaica was wonderful. Talk about that in a minute. Um, but okay, so what's the justification of not 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 retaining? the selection of the men who were selected for the USARL uh, to met, to go down and play Jamaica, but yet having the women who haven't played a, a sanctioned USARL match play in Jamaica. I don't, I don't know. Why doesn't an apple taste like an orange? I mean, the men's domestic competition is in a completely different place than the women's domestic competition. Fair. You know, at the end of the day, if it were apples to apples, then we could be having that, that <laughs> discussion. Lance you know, threw his hat off, by the way. I just want to point in case you missed that. <laughs> Lance, like, I don't, I don't buy that at all. Yeah, she's on off. fire right now. Keep going. We want more. <laughs> I mean, at the end of the day, um, you know, they, they did meet the qualifications. They were selected by the head coaches and they showed exactly why when you got to watch it live. And that's that's where it is. If, if we had been in a situation where our domestic comp was such that we got to play, you know, games against each other and, and such that. Yeah. It, we'll, and 
2024 after the reform when the process is in place the process will apply across the board in this instance we were in a different position and you know those those athletes had still registered for two events within the usarl which means they paid the the fee that i played in the uh, domestic team they paid the same thing i paid for my domestic season as they did for those two USARL events. So at the end of the day, they met the criteria. It, it wasn't a sanctioned map, but it, it was a sanctioned event. Um, whether it be a talent ID camp or whether it be the Naples Nines or whatever it pertained to those ladies, they they met the qualifications. They followed the strength and conditioning. They were chosen by the coaches. They paid their trophy. They went, they showed out. We beat Jamaica. It was badass. What's next? Love that. <laughs> Yeah, I love it. I love it here. I love it here. Throwing my headset off there. Man. I'm not going to do that. That's, this thing's expensive. Uh, <laughs> um, okay. For myself some more burger. And you're still making me jealous here. I mean, you're um, for myself. I know. Uh, no, I, listen, again, I think as the only uh, media in North America, in the in the Western Hemisphere, that's covering anything with rugby, everybody comes with questions, and we just have to ask. And that's all I'm doing. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So you know, sanctions. Yeah, I, I don't. The, what I would like to see from as you build your new website that you were talking about, I would love to see that because the current one is terrible. I alluded to ways in which we could approve. Didn't say I took that task on. Don't volunteer me to do that. Somebody, if you're raising your hand and saying you should help. Somebody. Hey, guys, yeah, hey, I, slide in my DMs and say I want to help. <laughs> I don't think that's what you mean by slide into my DMs. <laughs> that's, that's the commercial if you haven't seen it. Um, and, and, haven't. Anyway, okay. I'll, I'll slide into your DMs and I'll tell you. <laughs> uh, what I think is um, important when the you can pass this along to the rest of the board when the new governance gets set in stone to please put it on the website so that everybody can go and read it so that they one know about it and two stop coming to me for all the questions <laughs> yeah, documents will definitely be um, made public. Uh, certainly, yes. such that in a press release, that's the official announcement of the squad before it gets leaked out anywhere else. You know, so there's there's definitely some some things that need to go in place to to protect. Uh, you know what we've got and um, what we're working towards uh, to make sure that you guys don't feel guilty in the future for sharing something you maybe should or shouldn't have shared. <laughs> Shouldn't have what language? <laughs> I, I I say should. I know that the person who shared it has been reprimanded, and I I'm sorry. sorry. <laughs> but you're not. You're but, media. You got well, some shot. <laughs> I, listen, I, I, I'm I'm sorry that I shared it to the point that it, it caused even more controversy. Uh, I would have thought it would have. It, it was going to happen either way. You know like, what I'm like, excited like, about. It didn't turn into like a nope. big massive fire or thing. No, because if we, we didn't cover it, nothing else would have happened. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. When I didn't get selected for the squad, I didn't go crying to anybody. I, I was told to call the coach, and I called the coach and said, "Hey, why didn't I get selected for the squad?" Oh. Okay. Isn't that where you start, I right? Uh, listen, I've, I, I've I've reached I've reached out to uh, said coach numerous i've had people say go talk he wants to talk to you he wants to talk to you he wants to talk to you no one has slid into my dms 
or at, everybody in this country has my number or has my contact information. Uh, and uh, this coach, <laughs> rugby league in America is a soap opera. <laughs> <laughs> it's more of like a telenovela, which is way more intense. Uh, <laughs> um, but yes, the coach, I am, I am open <laughs> to chatting with retro anytime he would like to chat. Please let him know that as I've told Did you everybody. try out for a position? Are you an athlete? I'm, I'm confused. I'm, over 40 i don't need to be selected for so am i are you like an age and issue i'm listening that's ages that's that's ageism i'm agesing myself on this one that doesn't make it better listen nobody wants a 40 year old five eights just say nobody younger than restless (laughs) anyway okay enough of that i want to get to the more important things you should just keep to yourself (laughs) some opinions you should just keep to yourself There we go. That's, we'll, 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 work, we'll work on that and see how that continues to handle. Uh, but let's talk about more important things, ages and an issue, says Ryan Burroughs, um, <laughs> who's on his seventh beer now. Um, um, it says the guy with an unending whiskey glass. <laughs> I, got a, I got a lot left. I'm just letting you know. We, 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 can, we can go is it for a while. Six I mean, what kind of shelf? Oh, are you no, no, no. This, this, is, this, is one, this is 133. I don't, I don't reach for oh. weak stuff. Lord. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, a couple, uh, the, over, the, over the course of the past couple of weeks, whilst I was on vacation and I loved watching it because it was fantastic and I did watch it from the country of Sylvania, uh, America's oh. Championship Unfortunately for us American fans, Canada, ranked number seventh in the world, did win the first ever America's Women's Championship over the U.S., who's ranked 18th, and Jamaica, who is unranked, playing their first match, which is fantastic for Jamaica. I'm so happy for those, those ladies down there. It's wonderful. Game one, um, for those of you that don't know, USA defeated Jamaica 78-8. to eight. Uh, Marcia, is that how you say her name? Marcia Bayless, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, not. Um, uh, Ma- Ma- Mar- Mar- Marcia. M A R C A Y. Oh, I, I spelled that, that wrong. I'm so Bayless. sorry. That's it's like Bayless out of jail. Bayless. I love that. Uh, four tries, Brittany day, uh, Days or Day S. <laughs> um, I don't even know oh. who you're trying to say. What? Brittany, <laughs> Brittany Days had four tries as well. Brittany Ruiz. They yeah, spelled it I don't all, know what article oh. you. Yeah, uh, that article, oh, that's article got a lot of the names oh, wrong. <laughs> oh, yes. No wonder. I just copied the names from the uh, European Rugby you League. You can always trust the media. <laughs> Nobody else. The USARL didn't post this up there. <laughs> we got a roster out there, though. You could have double-checked it. Well, I've got 9,000 things on here, and Lance was doing other things today like working so uh, all right move us up the priority list we need to be up uh, okay 78 to 8 game one canada uh unfortunately defeated the u.s 30 to 4 in game two um and then obviously canada defeated jamaica 58 to 2 in game three um congratulations it's canada for winning um but obviously uh since you are on we're going to talk about how great it was for the U.S. to go down to Jamaica, perform exceptionally well on the first game while they were down there. But then also a massive difference watching, watching Canada-U.S. now versus the last time we played, night and day. Night and day. Uh, I thought Courtney Trico played exceptionally well. She did really well um, at, in the halves. Um, the, again, her interview will come out that I did before I left. That was uh fizzled out by lost audio um 
Miranda, tell us about what it was like to be down in Jamaica for like a week or so now. Um, Six days. Six days. Six days in the sun of Jamaica, uh, on the beaches. No, no, you were hardworking, playing rugby league. Uh, How was that? Yeah, Yeah, it was was an incredible incredible experience. The hospitality we received in Jamaica was right on point with their reputation. I mean, from the greeting at the airport to um, Curtis coming directly to our hotel and introducing himself day one, Adrian doing the same. So not only the coach, but the representative we were working directly through with Romeo, they were just all very hospitable, thought it was of the utmost importance to make a personal introduction on day one, which I thought, you know, speaks worlds of of their character and, uh, you know, what they're trying to do over there and then of course the venue absolutely stunning location you've got you're surrounded by these beautiful mountains in kingston jamaica and the valley one two three there was ability for probably four fields um but the front field it was it was just gorgeous it was stunning we had a storm roll through in the second half of the jamaica game it absolutely torrential downpour um and to see the ability of usa to still be able to move the ball through that level like if you're if you've ever played in those wet and muddy conditions you know how hard it is to get even a small pop pass off these ladies were sending it and i'm just like what is happening and it's and it was just so much cohesion between athletes who had just met for the first time and worked together some of them two days prior to that game and so big shout out to the leadership team courtney traco sam black paris paris hart um uh oh who is my other one she's gonna kill me courtney paris sam and robin robin yeah, and there, there's uh, Robin Oliveri. A team with Canada. Um, let me see. Yeah, who who is our other um? Oh, our oh other man, that's there? terrible. That way, that's because I've been drinking bourbon, so that's my excuse. My excuse <laughs> is I'm going brain dead. I've talked so much USARL today. Um, but no, our leadership team did a great job bringing all of the ladies together in such a short amount of time frame. We did pool recovery activities after you know the captain's run and training sets. We started playing you know icebreakers card games, you know, to really bring that cohesion together. And you saw that um, in in the Jamaica game. I think one of the lessons learned for us, we really, I mean, we had one day of recovery after playing a full. 80 minute game um that one day might not have been enough you know i would just in the future i think we're going to put a little bit more padding in there just to allow our athletes more recovery period um and maybe even take a lessons learned from canada Uh, they came off of a a camp um into that america's north championship which you saw that in the cohesion between those athletes it's like they had been playing together you know for a month that that you know nonverbal communication that athletes can gain by working alongside of one one another for that length of time before getting on a grandstand like that um you just i think that was the one thing canada kind of had as well as that rest period you might have saw a little bit different of the game you know i saw more forward passes than i'd ever seen in an international match (laughs) i think that was that was blowing my mind at one point like the the back and forth on the errors was just i mean usa was putting up such a good defense their trial line defense Mm -hmm. against jamaica was almost impenetrable and then when they faced canada it was a it was a different i mean but they played 80 minutes of you know hard rugby the right. day practically the day before you know so i felt for our athletic trainer mary slover her and i were sharing a room and she was just working calves lower back shoulders just getting those athletes yeah. prepped for 
you know, battle again within 24 hours. There are guns in the world to turn you around in 48 hours to play. There was a Mary. (laughs) I mean, if if anybody wants to travel as a certified massage therapist and and sponsor it, I'm I'm listening. But no, I think um, we really set ourselves up for future success. I know off of that, we uh, actually had a meeting today with um, Curtis and Katie, the team managers of Jamaica and Canada, talking about future plans for 2024, 2025, 2026. Um, So exciting things to come that was the first of many and those ladies um they they were just they were they were just uh epic all the way around every every player did their job and you know every coach the coaches obviously made made the right selection and you saw that and I'm, i'm excited to see where this grows from here as we've got a lot of things planned uh for the upcoming year i'm i'm excited yeah i i think you know Again, I, I said kind of as, as we were kind of leading into this, like I, there's a huge difference in, in the team that played Canada for the first time ever, mm-hmm. right? First time ever in a national team um, to the team that played, you know, uh, oh, a, yeah. week, a week ago, right? Yeah. So I'm looking, at, I'm looking at the dates. I'm like, yeah, it was like just over a week ago. Yeah. Um, and and it, it was unbelievable. Uh, Vancouver Dragons said they'd love to see the championship up here one year. I'd be kind of, yeah. Of course, we want to see it here. We want to see it everywhere. Like, uh, um, yeah, I, 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 I would like. Too. I'd love to see Brazil get a chance to come up and play. They're in our region. They're they're yeah. in our region. Yeah, so a, it only yeah, that's, that's what I'm saying. Like they're in the Americas. I know it's. I mean, it's a long flight for Brazil. Like if you thought it it's is. a long flight for us, Brazil is a long flight. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, it is for sure. But they, they're still technically in our region, and they're also hungry to play league. So yeah, I'm not sure. saying that there's not an invite going out to them in the future. But I'm I'm excited for everything that's that's in store and what's to come and the team that's working alongside of me is certainly going to get us there yeah and, and i think it, it's great i'm glad this stream was up i i did it was uh it was late at night for me i think it was like 12 30 at night when i was watching it and <laughs> over in europe uh but i wanted to watch the match because i do i like you said before you know when we we're talking about selections and stuff like the growth of the women's game is so important yeah. right now and it's yeah. so great and we're just starting to scratch the surface of getting to see everybody involved in women's rugby league. It'd be great to get a, a even a three-team competition out west, and even a, a three-team competition on the east coast and the south. Like, how do we build that up? And I think the things that that were, are being set in motion by yourself, by Addy, by Ben, by everybody who's been involved in the growth of the women's game is absolutely one hundred percent commendable. And thank you. Um, we are totally appreciative of, of that. And I, I can't wait to see what happens and hopefully that we can get a qualification for a world cup and to see the U S women run out on a world. I know fingers crossed. We keep them crossed. We get, we're going to, we just got to keep checking the boxes. We just got to keep checking the boxes. Uh, One box at a time. We got a lot of boxes (laughs) to check is, uh, for the, not too many more. We don't have too many more. There's some important ones. There's some important ones for eligibility. You are so media trained. Your answers are so I know so crisp. Right? No, I no, but I I do have I do have a question. I was coming to you. I'm glad. What is the ultimate goal for you inside of this entire uh, USA Women's Rugby League National Team outfit? Where is your in the future? Five years from now? Three years from now? Where do you see yourself? In the national team outfit? Yes, ma'am. Um, I'd like to make a stronger impact with uh, the youth. Um, 
I want to get the women obviously to continue and the momentum to continue. But I think in order, I speaking on behalf of me, think in order for, um, you know, the states to really be a competition to these other countries, we have to start at the same age these other countries do. You know, we have to start our kids at five, six years old, you know, seven, eight years old. And until we have a a stronger focus on the youth, we're going to continue to take athletes that are training in different codes and and try to bring them up to speed. But it it needs to be from the ground up and it needs to be. uh, So from a national perspective, I'd I'd like to see this not only include the women, but also uh, be pretty inclusive of of the youth and and grassroots so we can actually um, build these athletes from a young age. You know, I didn't find it until 35. I wish I'd have found it sooner. (laughs) That's, That's still young, right? That's, I'm gonna keep telling myself that 35 is. <laughs> yeah, Lance ain't saying anything since he's. Yeah, I'm uh, around. I'm about, I'm about, I, I I'm see about, myself giving more of my time towards helping grow the youth alongside of Janet Keene and and some of the folks up north. And I'd love to talk to George up in Utah and and um, get the youth going. But definitely not ready to break away from my women yet. Well, yeah. You, you, I thought that was going to be a hard question, Lance. No, nah, I'm a nice guy. Lance is the nice guy. Remember, good cop, bad cop. That's how we work out here. Like, I, I'm the I'm bad cop. For, I'm the bad cop as much for the most part. So, um, but yeah, I think that obviously youth is important. And I think that's that's one of those big boxes that we got to start checking off for that uh, that next uh, that next level for those IRL folks. Um, that's uh, another topic of conversation that I don't think we're going to get to tonight, Lance, but that's okay. Um, well, uh, Miranda, you don't have a drink in your hand. You have been so great to be on and chat <laughs> when you had no idea that we were going to have you on. No, so I really appreciate it. Wow face, but I did get my D's nuts on. <laughs> I, I, I saw, I saw that. I saw that these Lance, did you D's nuts. see that? These nuts. No, I, di- I didn't see these nuts. I didn't, I did not. Do you need <laughs> another one? Send me your address. I'll let you taste them. You want the dill oh, flavor? Oh, oh. I can send you some dill or banana, banana pudding flavored. You want some sriracha ranch wow. or ghost cheddar? Wow. Yo, that's hilarious. That is hilarious. Man, I didn't even. <laughs> They're tasty. Okay. Well, well, I didn't do nothing. Well, I'm well, this is this has gotten. They're the sponsor for the USA Women's Team, I, I, so I, I, they. Did you put did you put that on when I said you should you should come on and you have it on to begin with? Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, it's ten o'clock at night. I just I had to strip out of my uh, my USARL polo. Yeah. I had done a few meetings back to back. So there you go. So, <laughs> see, that's that's the important thing is uh, th- that's good marketing right there. That's as, great as, marketing. As, as the marketing guy, good marketing. <laughs> Way to go, uh, Miranda! Th- thanks so much. Grabthesenuts.com. When you post this later, at grabthesenuts. At, at grabthesenuts.com. Uh, what, what the 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 uh, the unofficial official the official unofficial sponsor of tonight's podcast uh, and live show is. <laughs> My dog just yelled at that too. Like, ah, yeah, I grab these D's. nuts. I guess. It's these. Wow. Yeah, D E E apostrophe. S Lance. That's that's what that is. So oh all right. <laughs> Brandon, we'll let you go. Thank you so much for coming Thanks, on guys. chatting. We look forward to uh Burrow said that's offensive on his now 13th beer. Um <laughs> making me jealous, guys. I know. All right, it's uh, time for my it. night cop. Have, Thanks, y'all. Have a good night, Brandon. Appreciate Bye. it.
I got to oh. give me some. I got to give me a drink now. Yeah, everybody's enjoying themselves tonight. Listen, I came prepared because I knew we were going to talk about a lot of stuff. Um, you know, for those for those of you that are, that are uh, fighting through this, this is you know we're, we're going on like an hour and a half. I don't know if anybody's been on the entire time. I don't think anybody's been on the entire time. Um, but you know that's all right. Uh, Burroughs has been close. Real deal. Real deal. He's, he's been in and out for forty seven times. Uh, uh, Alan's been on the entire time. Alan, okay. Who else is there? And Ryan, but yeah, and also Ryan, uh, Ryan's been Jason's in and out. Been uh, off, uh, yeah, Jason's percent of it. Jason's been in and out. I've I've seen that. Uh, t- Tommy's been in and out, and Peter's been in and out. So those those some guys I see. Uh, rugby podcast equals alcohol. In fact, it does. And on that note, um, we'll I'm gonna take a short short pause as I. Uh, so I pour myself a bit of Fry Ranch. Uh, Fallon Las Vegas's finest aged bourbon. Goodness gracious. And you know what's funny? Now what's they up? actually can see the drink. You have a drink every podcast. Now they actually can see the drink. I don't have a drink every podcast. I don't. I have to drink most podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, man, when we're talking about rugby league in the United States, we have to drink because sometimes... It drives you to drinking. Yeah, um, it does. It does. Yeah, it does. Uh, l- listen, there, there is. Is it controversial that I that I posted the stuff? Yeah, it is. But nobody else was going to do it, and I raised the questions. I do it. Uh, you know, again, I have reached out to Rachel. I have I multiple times. Um, just paying homage to Mr. Nate Gladden. See, he knows. He knows. They, they, they know. Uh, popcorn and whiskey. We don't have any popcorn tonight, but we're definitely drinking. I drink bourbon. Nate's a whiskey guy. I'm a bourbon guy. Um, so, you know, it, it's, I have reached out. I, I've told people, like, I've tried every way to reach out to Retro, yeah, Sean Rutgerson, coach of the USA Hawks, because I do want to ask the question. Um, you know, maybe next time I won't post as quickly, <laughs> but hopefully there's, not, hopefully there's not a next time. And, and, and for those people that, that question, you know, my you know, my approach and, and what I've done to, uh, uh, I don't know, raise uh, issues with what the USA are all done. There have been issues in the past. There are, they are riding the ship. I will say that right now. Uh, the, the governance and everything is better. Uh, it's getting better. There's a lot of work that needs to be done. Um, you know, they say like, oh, well, you know, you know and I know Miranda said, you know, about saying the team, I would have gone talk to the coach if I didn't make the team. I don't, I mean, at the same time, there's 20 guys out in California and Utah that probably complained um, that that they didn't get a chance to represent the national team. Uh, I was just being a voice for them ahead of time. And as Real Deal Rugby says, because he's not coming on because he's got terrible internet connection, if I don't point it out, who will? Right. Um, hello, Seattle Barbarians Rugby. Um, Fancy a change and uh, adding and removing two players from your squad and playing a little uh, rugby league, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> With the drink, I don't. No, nah, you know, you know what though, the, that that does. It's, it's important that you do do that and you say those things, right? Even if in the way, even if they're controversial, because one of the main drivers of us wanting to expand to the West is to get a bigger pool of players so that when we select a national team, we can have better, bigger and better players. Then, because usually what happens is we have a really good 
competition will take a team to the World Cup. But as soon as it's about to be a World Cup team, they just flip it with a bunch of Aussies. And we don't have strong enough domestic players to stand up to what's going on. Yeah. Let's expand the pool market. Let's expand the pool, the player pool. But then we only select from half, you know what I mean? From, yeah. I mean it's just the it's, same thing. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and Burroughs had commented, you know, like, we're, I'm not saying select mostly West Coast guys. Like, that's, you know, we don't, you don't select one or the other. You select the best players that you can get, right? And it takes time watching games, doing things like that. I, 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 I poke the bear, if you will, because I want to see the change. I want to get things better. I, I want to be, we need to be better. Uh, as the USA and and even Canada too, right? Because Canada's they've got the national team, but they're not ready to go play in the World Cup yet. You know, they still have to get their house in order. Like we're not the only ones. This is not just us. Brazil's working to try to get their house in order as well. And especially with the latest IRL World Cup World Series qualifications, and you know, I'll, I'll allude to this, but we'll talk about another podcast um, because we don't want to go for five hours today. Um, you know, in order to qualify for the next, the 2026 World Cup. And, you know, you have to be a full member by March 31st, 2024. And to be a full member, there are some th- things that need to be, uh, you got to have a strategy, you got to have ethics, judiciary policies, all the other things. And some of the things that are important that you have to have is you need to have domestic participation for clubs, you know, we, we need to have at least four clubs in the U.S., which is what we have, but a junior U19s uh, and under a 15s, 19 competition with at least four teams and two rounds that we do not have. That's a huge one. We have women's, we have senior, we have clubs, we have player registration, we have the facilities. We do not have youth and youth is the only way we grow this sport in the U.S. Period. And Lance, you've even said this on this podcast before. Yes, I have. And she said it a second ago when, when I asked her about her future plans. She said she wanted to get in the youth. So I think yep. she she saw something that <laughs> she saw this conversation happening before we did. So I, I think she I think she she was she was on calls with some other USAL stuff who might have talked to me earlier in the week and other things, knowing what I was gonna talk about today. We'll just put that up. So <laughs> yeah, no grassroots, no future right on that's how it works okay lance we're going to wrap up with uh the last part we started to talk about it but we didn't nrl viva las vegas holy crap um it it feels as though let's go back in our way back machine do you remember when you and i like a year ago we talked about this and do you remember like when two years ago jim and i talked about this (laughs) and we said this shit is never happening yeah. Shit, it's happening. Like it, it's actually going. Like we even said, like yeah, we came out like yeah, we we criticized it constantly. And uh, Burroughs is out. Thank you. Um, sorry, just just mention Ryan Burroughs. Thanks for joining us on your nine nine beers or fifteen beers or however many you had while you're sitting down listening and at a bar. Uh, <laughs> um, we'll 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 bring real deal on Dylan Faraci, and hopefully he can stay on without crapping out again. Um, NRL Las Vegas, we've talked about it constantly. Oh, look, you're in a house, Dylan. Thanks. Um, <laughs> Wi-Fi, what a concept. Um, Craig, you, you, you came on to talk about NRL Vegas, and so that's the only thing. I, I see how it is. 
Those Sorry, I had to pick up my up. sister at the uh, train what? station. Whatever. Yeah, it's fine. Not we don't. <laughs> the listeners don't care. Yo, <laughs> Yo that I was a second degree burn. He got me. That was like, okay. second, like dude, I got so many. Wi-Fi, what a concert. Get to the point where it's like I get the rock on there. Know your role and shut your mouth. <laughs> This is what happens when you get drinking, Dustin, who's hosting the podcast. Not as bad as Nate was when we had him on. Um, okay. Very true. I, I'm a, I, I, I digress for those listening um, uh, on the podcast who aren't watching the video. You can't see what we're doing. Um, maybe I could try to post this on YouTube for the whole thing. Um, that would be fun. Uh, so we talked about it constantly. We talked about, like, it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. It's a pain. It's too much of a hassle. <laughs> Shit, if Vlandy's and Abdo didn't just go ahead and say, yeah, we're going to go play at Allegiant Stadium in Las Vegas, and we're going to do it a first round of the of the NRL 2024 season, um, I'll be damn. Oh, I mean, man. honestly, no I'll be, I'll be, I'll be damn. I'm, I'm as shocked as can be right now. Um, we will be the biggest supporters of it. We will be the biggest supporter. I mean, we'll be one of the biggest supporters of it. There's a lot of supporters. Everybody who is follows this podcast everybody who is probably a rugby league player in the u.s is either going has already booked their flights or booked their tickets or is going uh i talked with sharon lil they're going um our, our wonderful friends in canada uh the ladies who are very big rugby league advocates um they couldn't be on tonight uh, i did speak with Cher, and she is at the toronto maple Leafs home opener tonight because she's a toronto fan um Somebody wishes the Cowboys were playing. I think they're they're scheduled to play next year. Actually, it's from what I understand. Um, okay, so let's let's dive into some information. Uh, Twelve thousand tickets have been sold to date. I need to buy mine. Yeah, I mean <laughs> tickets. You can get them for as low as nineteen fifty on the Ticketmaster, and with okay. the Ticketmaster fees, it'll be forty seven fifty. Yeah, it's a it's a question of uh, logistics and um, is the AR is the NRL season over in Las Vegas? Yes, 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 it is. Yes, the uh, you may have just missed it if you just joined us, but the NRL season round one, two matches. Uh, uh, so you've got uh, uh, sorry, I've got balloons coming up on my screen right now, and I have no idea. I was like, what the? It's flying in front of my face. Um, that's what happens when you're online. Um, you've got the, the Brisbane Broncos and you've got um, the Roosters and you've got the Bunnies, uh, the Rabbitohs, both Sydney teams. And, um, oh, I just had a brain and Manly Sea Eagles. Um, some people kind of saying like, why those teams? You don't have Penrith, but Penrith is probably going to play in the World Club Challenge against whoever wins this weekend's match. That'll be interesting. Um you know, it's nice to see people coming from all over. Like, right. Here's the thing. 12,000 tickets have been sold already. You got four months. They haven't even started marketing in the U.S. I don't know if they will. I, I, don't, <laughs> I don't. Like, let, let, let me ask you this before I go into anything else. Lance, we'll come to you first. Do you think there will be any, any marketing in the U.S.? How how many seats fill that stadium? Sixty four thousand. Are they and and they like got sixty four? They gonna use the entire sixty four thousand? Six. It appears that sixty four are open. Okay. 
and they had 12 I, right it now. appears the, I, my guess is they'll probably knock off part of the top part of the stadium they and won't they, there is there is zero chance I, I i will i will bet a bottle of this fine brown drink to one, one of you um that they do not fill 64,000 there's no way they fill it i would be sh- i would be shocked if they get over 38 and I, I said, I've, I've said this before. It's like, if they, they spill 40%, that. that's yeah, it. I think they can do that. But I think maybe the market would be more local. I don't see them doing some no. whole United States blitz where they're trying to get people from New York City to fly out. No. I think they're going to be West Coast and Nevada. Four-hour drives is going to be the best you're going to get. They're going to get everybody from Salt Lake City and places like that, but they're not, they're not going to market to the USA. There's no point. But I think they can get, I think they can get 40 but the record for the United States is 19,000. So but the that, record for a rugby league match in the United States. It wasn't 19,000. I mean, it, 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 they said it was. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. I, 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 I'm saying. You're talking about the, the, the England-New Zealand game yeah. in, in Mile High Stadium. Yes. The same day as a Colorado Rockies game. I was there. There was no way there was 19,000 people there. I- allegedly. <laughs> allegedly, the record is 19,320. Okay, so, so you're only 7,000 off of the record. But still, if you only get to the, the, the minimum, that's only filling a third of a Legion Stadium. That stadium is expensive. Yeah. <laughs> the Super Bowl is played there two weeks prior, by the yeah. way. Two weeks prior to that game, to the NRL start of the season, the Super Bowl. The, the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dang. They included the staff. <laughs> yeah, yeah they, they probably didn't include the staff in that mile high game. <laughs> that was it's terrible. That was a disaster. And the um, yeah, they included. So everything. yeah, um, uh, yes, something tells me that those matches will inspire a Vegas rugby league club uh, to emerge. Uh, I may know of one that already is starting. Ooh. Talk your talk. Whispers, 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 whispers and rumors, baby, for another day. Um, okay. Dylan, do you think they'll do any marketing? Think they'll, outside, of, outside of Las Vegas, outside of a four-hour radius. So we'll, maybe we'll give it L.A., right? Maybe L.A. because you have two teams that are training there. Or three. Uh, uh, you, have, you have confirmed Brisbane one. Broncos one. You have okay. the... Manly will probably be in Utah. Yep. Um, yeah. Manly will be in Utah. Uh, as for some of what I hear, right? Because the owner of the Manly also owns a stake in the Utah Jazz. Makes it fun fact. Um, I think they'll do some cross promotions with those NFL teams. Because I'm well, the Rams. The Rams have already. The Rams have already yeah, done that. But like right now, I'm working the USA Germany soccer match this weekend. Yep. In Connecticut, and. Germany right now is host, is practicing at New England Revolution site, and the Patriots are already there, cross promoting with them. And then the U.S. national teams right now is in Nashville, and they're cross cross promoting with Tennessee. Yeah. I'm sure they'll do some cross promotion with the local teams. Utah will be a little difficult. I think the Jazz will probably be there or something. Yeah, I mean, it's, maybe it's, like, it's not it's it's not the NFL, which is tough, yeah. right? Because that's what you want. Uh, <laughs> Vancouver Dragons. Um, hello, Josh. Question mark. <laughs> One thing I do hope is that they 
contact some of the local Vegas teams. Now that Vegas has teams, so like the Aces or the Raiders. Yeah, you, you know that the Aces. Well, you mean the oh the Aces? Like uh, basketball. Vegas. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm talking about. Like, I mean, listen, the NBA team. Okay, I was like, because there was a Vegas yeah. Aces uh, NARL team. Oh, uh, the Blackjacks. Blackjack. That's what it was. Sorry, but like, uh, you know what I mean. Like, reach out to those like teams that are already in Vegas. Try to get, like try to get Jimmy G there. Like, be be ballsy and get someone there. Or even um, who's that? That wife of the yeah, like that couple on TikTok that's famous for the Raiders. <laughs> I can't remember the top. But my Lance, I'm tired. You know anybody on who's? I don't know. Um, famous from the Raiders. Like, it, there, his wife's more famous than he is. Like, he's on the. Practice. That's a football player. He got traded to like the Giants or Jets or something. But it's it's the girl that she played for the uh, Vegas Aces. No, 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 Plum. not her, not her, not Plum? Cush, I think Allison Cush. I could be wrong. I have no idea who you're talking about. Like he's like he's a lineman and he's very like they just had a kid, I think. Or Continue. Anyway, anyway, so. cross promoting with the local teams and trying to get those like high level names and like people who are in Vegas, like try to get them over to the game right, so, so, or promote the game. Yeah, here's what's not happening: the NRL teams are not going to be in Vegas for a full two weeks ahead of time. Yeah, ain't no way. Here's why: because they don't want them to get in trouble. Ain't no way. <laughs> uh, Golden Knights and an NHL champions. Yeah, right. That'd be a good one. Uh, Taylor Swift's. Uh, that's not going to happen either. Uh, <laughs> sorry, I'm, I'm reading comments of people. Oh. Who are, yeah. Yeah. I mean, Swifty. I, I'd love, I'd love T Swift to be uh, at that game, but that's not going to happen. Um, you know, I, I think there will be marketing. So Russell Crowe, um, you're going to get, you know, so you'll get your Russell Crowe's, you'll get your Chris Hemsworths, you'll yeah. get your uh, Hugh Jackman's going on television shows to talk about this. I don't, I mean, it's not going to be big anywhere else. It's, I mean, I don't see, I don't know. Right. So high up seats, 19 bucks, further they move down. Here's the issue. The best seats are reserved right now for the NRL Las Vegas Platinum Package, where you'll stay at the win or the encore. And these are for NRL, uh, you know, NRL members in the U.S. Um, sorry, I, I was reading a, a, a note and I, I lost track. So NRL club personnel, people in Australia to come over to the U.S. And for three, four or five nights, it starts, it starts for one, one room, one ticket, $27.49 in Australian dollars. I don't know what that is in real money, um, but... <laughs> I don't know. Twenty seven forty nine in Monopoly money. I don't know. Like I don't. <laughs> the reason why you brought that hat. It is. He was hiding himself. He doesn't want to be affiliated with my smart ass comics. Yeah, like, real. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Somebody find out what twenty seven forty nine is. You uh, Australian into U.S. dollars, and then let me know. Uh, D- Dylan, you can get on that. And so, um, anyway, so, so that, so that's one of the big issues. It's like people, so there, there's some Facebook groups that I'm a part of, um, the NRL Vegas group. It's a great group. Good people on there. Uh, if anybody from there is on, uh, I appreciate you joining If anybody listens later, 
Um, it's a fun group to be on and see where everybody's at, you know, planning some big events. But, you know, 2749, like that doesn't include flights over from Australia. That's crazy. Um, yeah, yeah, right. So we're, we're talking about, uh, Jason was saying like cross promoted with sports betting at the casinos resorts. Like that's the number one thing that Glendies has come out and said, like, that's, that is like the key thing is like, he wants to get sports betting into the, what's that? Cycling rugby fan says works out to 1770 us. How come I don't see that? It's um, he just um, the, the third comment. Up. Oh, okay. I missed that. So $1,770. That's just to stay for, for three nights and one ticket. That is a shit ton of money. Like those are for the, that's for prime seats. That's between the 30 yard, the, the, uh, the 30 meter lines on each side, right in the middle. Um, is, is it one ticket per game or is it just one ticket? A match? No, no, it's one ticket for both. Oh, for both. So it's two, it's two matches, but still, I mean, I, I mean, I don't know. Um, so that's, that's the issue. People are, people are complaining that it is super expensive. Yeah. Um, you know, for us, you know, ticket and, and I don't even know if that's ticket master fees included. Maybe, um, you know, you get a 10% discount on Qantas fights if you fly to Vegas that way. What a Qantas flight that is. So it's still, it's not cheap. Um, Lance, I don't know. <laughs> Lance, uh, we'll, we'll come to you and, and, <laughs> and what's making you laugh right now. Uh, this is funny, man. I'm just, <laughs> in real money, I'm still stuck on that. But no, nah, um, I'm still kind of, confused on why they blocked off the middle like they don't want to waste the uh the good seats on us americans or something like but but i am uh i'm excited for the entirety of this thing we got it we got to figure it out i'm gonna have to be out there man but listen it is exciting right um there's other talks right so there's talks of there's whispers and rumors here we go whispers and rumors of things that are happening um a combine this has been this has been said by uh by abdo so this is not Really, this is not a rumor that there's going to be a, a combine or a training camp of sorts to attract football and rugby players in the U.S. So, Lance, you and I are doing this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hey, I, I heard Toronto will fly you out to play him. I got I to get back into it. Yeah, right. Oh, man, I'm going to go out and try. <laughs> okay, so, okay, so here's my first question with that for you guys. Who, who's, who are they going to get? We heard, we heard Ryan talk earlier, right? So this is good to have him on here, saying that, you know, these teams, you know, the players that go and play over, overseas, and, like, Ryan played just below, played New South Wales Cup, so he played just below NRL level. As he said, like, it is a it's hard like it is completely different who's going to go to this combine are you going to get are you do you think you get d1 like we'll call it power five football conference uh, power five uh, for those of you that don't know are the the five biggest conferences in the united states in uh, american gridiron college football um okay now they um do you think they will go and do that do you think they'll get anybody to go to that kind of combine and try out. Yep. How many do you get? Lance, how many do you get? Well, if they get, let's say they get 300 people to come to this combine. That's way too much. That's an inflated number. Sorry, I, I didn't, you, your, your mic broke up on I, me. I didn't hear. 
say, let's say if they get 300 people to come to this Holy combine, and that's shit. an inflated number. Yeah. Right? That's a very inflated number. Maybe about 15 of them will be D1. Now, there's always the guys that are, like, super athletes that, like, just ain't going to make it in football, and they know it. That's looking for an, a way for them to be athletes in some kind of game or sport. You can pull those kind of guys, and it's the perfect time. March is the perfect time to do it. But they've done this kind of thing before. And they, they, they did a bunch of football, rugby. And Aussie rules, too. J- Jason, they, J- Jason put up there, he knew about it. The, so Aussie rules did it with some former D1 wide receivers. Yep. And this a couple of years ago, too. Uh, he also J- Jason, uh, by the way, for those of you listening, uh, uh, Jason is – you know, one of the listeners said followers right now, uh, also a player. Uh, he said, you'll get the guys who didn't crack the XFL and USFL. USFL. I don't think so. I don't, I don't, I don't think they'll market it enough to get those players out there. Isn't there an American on an AFL team? Yeah, they won. Collinwood. Yeah. I know people are going to hate me that I know that. But yes, I do know that an American, uh, what's his name? Cox. I think he's a Texan, actually. Yeah. Uh, he's from Houston. Houston, 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 we got a problem. Uh, Houston, <laughs> Texas. Uh, yeah, he's a Mason Cox is his name. He's a monster. Yeah. Like he's a big, he's like six, seven, something like that. Like, he's a oh, big yeah. dude. Okay. Okay. Yeah, he's a big, big dude. He, he's, he's a perfect AFL player. Um, you know, okay. So th- there's that. I don't, I mean, it, it's a, it's great earlier copperheads were on and said this combine that is kind of a media you know the system media ploy um is a great opportunity for u.s player for u.s teams to go and bring people like say hey you didn't make the nrl team but why don't you come play rugby league with us now we should be promoting this we as u.s should say hey you want to play you want to you want to experience this game Come here and play. Get the chance. D two, D three, JUCO. Yes, Jason, I got it. Who never get a pro shot to come out? Do what Burroughs did in DC. Come out. Get the potential. We have to market it. The problem is, well, USARL doesn't have the money to market this, or or really run this program that effectively. Now, if we can get sponsorship, that's a whole other story. But as of right now, controversy. Ooh, I said something bad. Um, you know, I, I don't think that we're at the point yet to get that. Dylan? No. I don't, I don't think we'll get that many, like Lance, so like, I'll say maybe max 10, power 5. You might get some, like, UNLV players, because... Right, you're right, you're right. There. Okay, okay. So let, let's, let's take out Utah, Colorado. <laughs> let's take, let's take out four corners, right? So Utah... Colorado, Nevada, um, Arizona, and, and I'd say you may you may get some players from from LA. Yeah, that's only because you're, you're going to have an association with the Rams yeah. and wherever um, the Rabbitohs end up going, which is rumored to be San Diego uh, to, to do their stuff. For the Power Five football guys, I would say at max ten because like they're making enough money with NIL. Oh, yeah, like especially look, look, look at what Bronny's making right now. God, that's Bronny. Come on. But that's Bronny. Don't do that. Don't, no, I know. But he hasn't even stepped on the court what's, yet. Yeah, but that's Bronny, what's, though. What's, what's, what's Sanders making at quarterback at Colorado? Millions. 
Falcons, but that's that's Sanders. I know, I, but that's I, never I, I know. I, I know. Like, well, I know, but like they're not gonna. I mean, one, you're not gonna get a quarterback to go no. play rugby league. So you're like, looking uh, for <laughs> linebackers and linemen. That's what you're looking for. You're looking for everything, but I want everybody but a quarterback. And I want punters. I want. Yeah, I want a. I mean, punters are athletes. You get a, well, you get a smart punter, man. I'm telling you, you get a guy that can boot it. I want him at. I want him at five eight. Or if I, I want <laughs> like English and Scott, like Aussie kickers, since I've been working at UConn football stadium, a lot of teams that have been playing against us have foreign kickers. Yeah, and they are good. Like one of them actually made a tackle a few games ago. I think it was Duke. Get him out there. Get that guy. Yeah. Right. Get that, yeah. But anyway, Duke against UConn, but still, I, I want free safeties. I want nickelbacks. I want, yeah. I want some. I want some tight ends. I want so all. They of can them. be my props. I want all. I want all of them. I want some. I want some full. I want some good old fashioned fullbacks, man. I want running quarterbacks. I want them all. Yeah. I want. I, w- I want guys. I want guys like Roderick Waters, man. That's yeah. who I want. Yeah, that's, not, yeah, that's who. I, 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 I uh, gotta tell. I gotta tell Rod to say it. Um. Anyway, okay. So, yeah, I think I don't. I don't think we're gonna get much. Yeah. So that's one. One. That's not really a whisper rumor. Yeah. Uh. The other one is uh, there have been reports of a pathways program being set up. I don't know if that's true. A pathways program in the U.S. Uh, a bunch of David Stills. I like David. David was in Austin while I was down there. Um. But I don't. I don't think David's a rugby. He's a rugby league winger. I think. I don't think he's anything else. He's he's fast. Ain't no doubt about it. And he got he got moves. But that dude's a mutant. That, okay. I, I think he's I think a mutant. I would listen. There's guys that play union right now in the U.S. that I would love to see switch coats. I, Corey Jones. I'd love to see him switch coats. Never will. I, I, but he should. He, he, he never will. But he should. Uh, I mean, Corey is. Corey was in Austin when I was down in Austin and man, Corey's a good dude. And I like like him a whole lot. David's a good guy. Um, I like those guys. Uh, Will they switch? They're going to play. They're going to play seven. Yeah. Seven's in. There's just be Americans going over to. Nah, it it would be. So what I understand about the pathways for the NRL Vegas stuff starting off is going to be as of right now, will be coaches coming over and coaching as sporadically to set up pathways. Um, somebody wants to know if he wants to switch codes. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, I'll, I'll let Lance say that one. Um, I, I, I think I, the coaches are supposed to come over here, instruct, maybe send some people back over. Listen, there is, I, I will say this right now, there is nobody in the U.S. that can go at this particular point in time and play it in the NRL. Zero. Yeah, Lance. What, is that, what kind of Lance? There's nobody here. Nope. Oh, and if there is somebody here, they're five years past the point they were supposed to do it. Ten years past that point, there's I, nobody I right now walking around U.S. homegrown that can walk into an NRL field and compete. I, I'm, I'm, that's not even a statement. That's like now the level underneath it. Well, yeah, maybe a little bit, maybe the level underneath that. Yeah, yeah. we we got some people. We can we but, can play two levels down. New South Wales Cup, Queensland Cup. You may get it five, if that. 
and they got to come nobody, off the bench. They, they're they're yeah, they ain't stuck. Playing time. There, there is not a single athlete in the U.S. right now that can play NRL. Not right now. Not one. Now. Not one. You know, there's been media reports and people on on stuff over at the uh, 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 Fox and uh, NRL 360 that said, oh, yeah, we can, we've had players come over like years ago and they brought four players over. I, we can't find any record of that. We can't find the guys that actually went and played for them. Um, they're but from it's, America it's just, Samoa. No, no, they're from the U.S. <laughs> no, that, that's, 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 uh, that's yeah, yeah right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right, America Samoa. <laughs> anyway, so, the, so who knows what's going to happen with that. Uh, Pathways. There have been other people who have whispered that there. Somebody said, told me that there was a West, that the NRL wanted a West versus Northeast game. I have not heard any confirmation of that. The only thing that I've heard of being a, that, that would be ridiculous to have a West versus Northeast, like an RLU versus PCRL match. That's just terrible. That would be a dumb thing to do in the first place um, because you neglect the rest of the USRL South, kind of like what they did with the US teams. Um, it's a reverse uh, but what it what has been uh, thrown around and I have heard multiple people confirm this a Friday night USA Canada match Ooh. would that be no. A- no it would not be at Allegiant Stadium are you serious you never there's no way in hell uh, <laughs> it would be at some middle school three miles away <laughs> at an elementary school field <laughs> Uh, yeah, I don't know. So, that, so that's I, I'm I'm lightly joking on that one. It would probably be at a high school football field and or um a college football field. Yeah. Um. I mean, so uh, Jason just left a comment. I've always wanted to challenge myself or test myself with the lower leagues in Australia. Start at the bottom, work my way up. Man, I can tell you. I've got connections. If you're if you're interested in going over to Australia to play rugby league and want to do it, play rugby league in war, reach out. I'll put you in contact with some people. Uh, I know about three or four people who recruit on a regular basis. Um, we'll see what we can do. If you want to test it out? Be fun. There's yeah, a couple, let them test it out. There, let them test it out. There's a couple people who are who are playing over in Australia right now who are Americans. Um, What's that? Shout out to Claude. Shout out to Turbo. Turbo, yeah. Turbo's over there. Uh, I feel bad. I've told Turbo that I need to get an interview because I want to see how things are going over there with him, and I've been terrible about Jeez. it. So, um, He's playing football now. He's doing a whole bunch of other stuff. I know he is, and yeah. I've been bad. I, yeah. So, anyway, um, the last part of the NRL Vegas, somebody said, so the Wolfpack against the rest. <laughs> That's funny. That goes back to earlier in the show where we talked about how the Toronto Wolfpack is pretty much the Canada national team. Um, minus like two guys, I think. Or one or two guys. Anyway. Um, the last part of it is will we be there? Will Rugby League in America be at the NRL in Las Vegas? We'll see. We are we are we are in discussions. I have, I have submitted proposals. I have painstakingly gone through and submitted proposals. Uh, I hope I have been in conversation with the NRL, with NRL, uh, some officials, um, some other people. Emails have been exchanged. Text messages have been exchanged. Um, 
my goal, and I'll say this right here and right now, um, is that I would love for Rugby League in America to be there. I've talked with Sharon Lil. Uh, they would join our, uh, our merry band of men um, to uh, add some estrogen to the show, which I think we desperately need. So thanks, Miranda, for coming on and adding that estrogen that we so desperately need sometimes. Lance, <laughs> what'd you say? <laughs> Dear Lord, please. Dear Lord, yeah, right. Um, but, you know, uh, so, so I've been, I, I submitted a proposal. Um, so I'm going to let you guys know what, what the plan is, what I would like to do. And we'll, we'll see how it goes. So first of all, at the plan, um, we, we'll, we want to conduct interviews. I have, uh, so we have some connections and there is, I am hoping that next week I'm talking with a current Brisbane Bronco and we'll interview a current Brisbane Bronco who might or might have not just played in the grand final. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. How about, how about that? Yeah. You guys didn't even, you guys didn't, you guys didn't even know that one. <laughs> um, but the goal is to kind of work in partnership with the NRL. We'd love to kind of, be the new Amer- the American voice of what happens, right? So who better to talk about NRL in America and rugby league in America than rugby league in America? Um, I think it's obvious. You know, we 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 are the only media outlet that does it, um, and so it's it's one of the things that yeah, for better or worse, we're the only media. It's only that. us. Uh, it's, it's only, only us. us. <laughs> you're, you're not good. you're gonna get what you get. What's that, Dylan? We have no competition yeah. at the moment. <laughs> Great, and and no, do I think we will. Um, and so you know w- what we're gonna do well, is we won't even see him as competition. We'd be like yeah. more people talking rugby. Like who are, hey, who are you? Join us you? Come on. <laughs> uh, let's but 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 the goal is is this, right? So one, uh, put a lot of content out. We want to conduct interviews. We want to talk to Americans who are excited about the NRL coming. Uh, share that with the NRL. We're going to talk with NRL players, coaches, and people who are coming over. Share that with the NRL. Share that with our fans as well. Then, on the Thursday night, or potentially Friday, if this USA game happens, we want to have a live show ahead of time where you can see all of our fun faces in person um, to potentially do a live show in front of in front of a crowd. We'll have Dylan out in the crowd, uh, constantly coming in and out um, all the time. Mike coming off and on because he's here, but yet he's not here. Um, that will be the first part of it, and so I think that that would be great for him to to, to do that. He'll be the guy out in the crowd with microphone, but yet we lose him every, every ten time. Minutes. <laughs> um, camera doesn't work. Camera does his camera doesn't work. He's out there. His microphone doesn't work, and it's like. So that's what we, that's that's Dylan's role while we're while we're in Vegas. Um, the <laughs> the other part is you know have an interview. We want to talk to people, talk to fans. We want to talk to Aussies who are coming over to America for the first you know, to watch a match for the first time. Like how great is that? Um, to show them that yes, America can be a a a, a, a growth for rugby league in the world. Um, it, it can be. It's going to take a lot of work. I'm not going to, I mean, ain't no, we ain't, ain't dicking around with it. It's going to take a shit ton of work. Um, but on that, you know, we'll do that. And then hopefully be able to go call a USA, USA Canada game after that. Be great. Um, There's a, you know, this, one part of the Vegas trip you forgot. Oh, yes. And you reminded me earlier. 
Um, wheelchair Rugby League, they are playing. Oh, man, I wanna, I'm going to watch Wheelchair Rugby League. If it's on that Wednesday before or Thursday before, we're at Wheelchair Rugby League That's because cool. that sh- shit is the real deal. That's the real deal, rugby. Sorry, Dylan. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I know, right? I, know, I never said anything. <laughs> <laughs> I actually uh, rugby league more than wheelchair rugby. I love wheelchair rugby. It looks league. more like rugby than it does. Like, like you have goalposts and they are able to you do conversions. Man, it's, it's it. Wheelchair rugby league is, you can still go back on Fight TV and watch the yeah. World Cup final on that. Go, like, that match was crazy. This will play. Um, okay, yeah, so I didn't forget about that. And then on Saturday, at the day of the final, um, we'll try to, we would like to try to do another live show. Uh, talk with Sharon Lowe. Like, they want to join in. They want to be a part of this. Yeah, they want, they're a part of our team, basically. And then during the game, um, if you haven't seen it in the U.S., um, Pat McAfee likes to do like a side, like uh, kind of like what the Manning brothers do for Monday Night Football. Pat McAfee on college football goes to the sideline on ESPN2 and basically just talks about the game that's happening from the end zone. So you can't really see everything, but just to be on the sideline, talk to people who are there, talk to fans, talk to ex-players, talk to current players, talk to people who are just involved with the game. That is uh, always, that, that would be like an ideal thing if we can get happening. So that's the plan that I have submitted to the NRL. Will they accept it? Possibly. <laughs> Shit, I don't know. <laughs> I know. But, I mean, I'm not, I'm, we're not asking for them to fly me out there or anything. I'll cover that. I just want that we, we're just trying to make sure that we can get some passes and we want to partner with them to show that we can grow the, the game. And yes, up the Waz. <laughs> Maybe we can add SB's uh, nuts to help us. <laughs> they probably can sponsor us. <laughs> all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. All right. Comic relief. Man. Well, gentlemen, um, that's a whole lot of shit to cover in a live episode. Let's recap for the fans real quick what we did. We talked about the RLU finals with the DC beating Brooklyn 40 to 22. We talked about the USARL finals. And then we had Ryan Burroughs come on the show. We had Ryan Burroughs talk about the situation with the U S men's national team selection, how nobody from the West coast was originally selected. Uh, but you had RLU players who were selected, then deselected. Uh, don't know what the status is there. We then talked about, uh, we started to talk about, uh, NRL Vegas. We talked a little bit of Toronto Wolfpack. Then we talked with Miranda Bernard who came on and, um was very kind very very, very very sweet a very, very sweet, sweet sweet miranda came on and, <laughs> and was very nice to me because she could have been really mean and she could have been uh but she was very great uh came on talked about what it was about the selection things like that and we talked about the women's championship uh, women's american championship canada wins the first ever championship over the usa and jamaica jamaica wins uh, sorry, uh, the USA beat Jamaica 78-8 in the first game, lost to Canada 38-4, and Jamaica lost to Canada 58-2 in the final game. Um, and, of course, you know, the growth of the women's game is so important and it's vital. 
Uh, we alluded to World, World Cup and World Series qualifications that just came out with the IRL. Didn't have enough time to talk about that, knowing that we need to grow the sport in the U.S. and get a youth going more, because if we don't, getting full membership for the IRL is key. Because if we don't have full membership for the IRL, we do not go to the World Cup, even if we beat Jamaica. Uh, right now in the Americas, only Jamaica is a full member, by the way just for those of you listening, only Jamaica, no Brazil, no anybody else. Um, and then NRL Vegas is happening. After two years of us giving them so much shit, it's happening. Um, and yeah. Woo. And Brian Burroughs had 17 beers. Uh, Lance had zero. He had three bottles of water. Uh, really real deal. Dylan Farachi came on 47 times and disappeared 49 times somehow. And uh, I've consumed three and a half glasses of I like my fry ranch <laughs> distiller selection 133 poo, 66% alcohol. And yet, oh, and yet, and yet, through all, and yet, through all of that, I still managed to recap everything and host a lovely live episode of Rugby League in America. Absolutely, shout Dylan, out to real deal. Uh, that was it. Last, last thoughts, Dylan Farachi, before your internet craps out on you and you disappear. <laughs> Let's keep growing the game, um, and hopefully, see you guys in Vegas, finally in person. <laughs> yeah, right now. Uh, fun fact for all of you listening and watching, we have actually never, never met in person man. before. <laughs> you know why? It's because the United States is fucking yep. huge. Massive. Massive. But yeah, we're all on the East Coast. What's that? We're all- yeah, we, yeah, we all live on the East Coast, yet we go literally the entire length of the East Coast. Yep. From New, from New England to, the, to Mid-Atlantic to, the, to, to Florida. So I, think, I think, Lance, you're probably the closest. You're probably, you're, where are you located? Got outside of Miami. Miami. Eight, eight and a half hour drive. To Charlotte? Oh, at least an Ooh. eight. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. No, you're like a 10 hour drive. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Dylan, you're probably about the same. Yeah. Like, it's probably equidistant. So. Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, thanks to everybody who jumped on. Um, again, Nate Bros. Uh, sorry, I saw uh, Nate Gladden would be proud. So I appreciate that. Nate Gladden will be proud of us for drinking so much. Um, Ryan Burroughs, thanks for jumping on. Randy Bernard, thank you for coming on. Uh, you guys are great. Um, who else was on this entire you know, for extensive period of time? Um, ah, Jason Jackson, man, you have stuck through it. Uh, Alan Taylor, uh, cycling rugby fan, you you guys have been on for a long time. Um, listening from the Great White North up in Canada, Vancouver, they had some guys on today too. Lots of people. Um, what a great show. Lance gets the hat on. Uh, for those of you that joined at the very end, sorry, we're, we're wrapping up. We are now going on. Uh, four hours. We haven't gone for four hours. You kiss my ass. Two and a half hours. We're not even that. <laughs> uh, this show will come out uh, on Spotify and all of our, uh, all of our streaming platforms soon. If you guys want to get the USA 53, replica jerseys those are the next order will be going on pre-sale probably next week so go buy those uh for those of you that already ordered 
man, oh man, you, you got a special gift coming for you uh, here soon too. Um, and then, uh, let's see, uh, national championship for the Dead Pelicans, all that gear. Brooklyn Kings gear is on our website. Where can you find everything? It's rugbyleagueinamerica.net. That's where you can find it. Uh, parting thoughts, Lance Cavanaugh. Um, controversy is awesome. Uh, shout out to the sponsor of our women's national team, D's Nuts. Nuts. <laughs> and um, <laughs> much love and congratulations to the Dead Pelicans for winning the national championship. Selection will be better, but first we need youth teams. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Well, an exciting episode of Rugby League in America. Um, two and a half hours. Our longest show to date. Our longest show. Nate actually did one for three hours one time, and that is way too long. <laughs> um, but no, we really appreciate everybody That's listening. Uh, really appreciate everybody who stayed on, who's come on at any point in the show. Um, thank you for your support. Thank you for helping grow the game in each way that you do. Thank you for being a part of this great community we call Rugby League. That's Dylan Faraci, Real Deal Rugby, who actually did not cut out in this part because he has Wi-Fi. Uh, that in the bottom is Lance Cavanaugh, kind of right here. Lance Cavanaugh, great American rugby. Follow him on all social media. My name is Dustin Zare, the man with the mic. This right here. We appreciate you joining. Follow us on wherever you can. Until next time, this has been Rugby League in America. <laughs>